Monday, November 14th, 2016. It is currently 8 p.m. Eastern. This is Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. Your hosts, Flex and Shinter. song played twice and <laughs> crap so like you know it's funny i had that unlock i got you did i'll figure it out later i think it's on auto replete so yeah you might stop that whole auto play thing yeah a little bit hey i know our theme song is great guys i know you guys want to hear it twice it's so good and you know anthony benjamin anthony james rocking it out good music change that shin this episode you know what this is episode 13 so everything's going fantastic as usual yep yeah we have great tech problems all the time doing it live always live So yes, episode 11, or, uh, I'm going to go back to 11 now, I'm just, just working with it, trying to, uh, <laughs> All right, we're gonna like, here, but, it's fun, let's talk about Final Fantasy 11. Welcome to Vanadil! Uh, that means we're one episode away from 14, that's gotta be a special one. Our 14th episode for our Final Fantasy 14 podcast? Yeah. Can't be any worse than our episode 13 of our Final Fantasy 14 podcast. It's going to work out well. Like In about seven days, we're going to be doing our 14th episode, and another seven days after that, so about 15 days from now, which is the day before 15 is released, we're doing our 15th episode. What? If we, I didn't know any better, I would have thought that we almost planned this, but like most things we do, it just happened to work out. <laughs> yeah, we're not that smart. I mean, we appear intelligent, but you know that's that's mostly for defense mechanisms. Looks can be deceiving. Yeah. So if you met us at a fan fest, you're like, ah, these guys. There's something about these guys we like, and it's like, and we're just like, we're two potatoes with mics. And yet, neither of us rolled a lollafell. No. Chili's a lollafell, though. Shout out to Chili. He and he's got he's proud he's proud of that lawfell too. Constantly sharing pics. Check my lawfell out. There's just something wrong about lawfells. I don't know what it is, but just something. 
It's because they're so tiny. And then some of them have deep-ish voices. All of them have deep issues. Although I was talking about this earlier today, surprisingly, and uh, going back to the uh, massively overpowered posted a uh, blog post about Final Fantasy fourteen with the end of 1.0 and the beginning of 2.0 happening about four years ago. And uh, they included the the link to the old the that video that they played at the end of one point and uh, I saw it apparently for the first time because I've never seen the full thing. And uh, I was talking to someone about it and mentioned, uh, and they mentioned actually that it somehow seemed very very fitting that the white mage was a Lalafell. And part of me was slightly offended as a white mage player, but then part of me was also like, yeah, you know what? That kind of fits really really well. Please explain. Maybe I don't why get it. it's or why was I offended? Because I think the offended part is probably pretty self-explanatory. No, that, no, that one I kind of get. Yeah, no, I get that one. <laughs> why fits that the Lollafell was a white mage? Well, and not so much that the Lollafell was a white mage, but just like watching that cinematic, it just felt right that it was a Lollafell that was doing the healing. Because. I don't know, you have to go and watch the thing, the the video again, but it just, it made sense that it was a Lalafell for whatever reason. I'll go with it. I'm going to say I'm going to go with it. I I trust you, your friend, maybe. Are you trying to talk people into playing this game? Is that what you're trying to do? It's like, check out this ending. No, I don't think he's going to come back again. He did Uh, play in the past. Oh, that friend? Probably a different friend. Oh, okay. Not, not the crap. Played, played long before I even started. Got it. Just come back, check it out. I mean, if he played 1.0, probably like 2.0 a little better. He baited 2.0 and then played bits and pieces of it. Fair enough. Different Fair scores. enough. We uh... yeah, the, uh, the other friend that I brought into this game that... Uh, I might be seeing him in a couple of weeks, so I might be able to see what's going on. No promises, though. <laughs> um, speaking of things and other stuff of nature, uh, guess what? I I mean, I got nothing. This I mean, we did Palace of the Dead, but you know, we can talk about that later if you want, or we can talk about it now. <laughs> might as well talk about it now. So yeah, we ran Palace of the Dead. It went mostly okay. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I got Pox at one point. Yeah, Pox is a bitch. And I kind of forgot about it. Because <laughs> it had, what, one minute left? And I was like, oh, hey. Because <laughs> people were like, yo, take a potion. I was like, ah! And I freaked out, and I took the lowest yeah. potion you could possibly take. <laughs> and I'm I... pretty sure you were at, like, 150 health. Just pretty sad as a Dark Knight. Yeah, and I was like, well, this is how I die. This is it. And they're like, how come you didn't pop a bigger potion? I was like, I li- I'm like, I typed, I literally freaked out and hit the wrong. And I was like, first, and there's my thing. Here's the thing don't make all your potions look alike. Fucking change them up slightly. Put an H on it or some shit. For, you know, they, they hype. are all different. Some are blue, some are yellow, some are purple. Yeah, but some of them are pink, and it's like Potion and X-Potion are the same damn color and the same damn bottle. The only difference is they have a little bit of shimmer. 
So if you're if you're freaking out over pox and you're almost dead, you're like, click the pink why thing. Have, why do you have the little potion on your hotbar then? So I use it on the lower levels just in case. All right, I'll trust you with that one. Sure, <laughs> let's go with that. Probably did something. All right, we got some news. Um, not there's not a lot of news for uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, but this is Final Fantasy related news, uh, which we kind of talked about already. But uh, if you didn't hear the first part of the show, the boss came up. You played it was like her. two minutes. Some yeah, like two minutes ago. Uh, but yeah, Final Fantasy fifteen is fifteen days away. Um, there is a currently our our other third co-host is currently uh, tweeting out fifteen days. 15 reasons why you love Final Fantasy series, so you're giving one reason a day for 15 days. That's a hashtag. Um, so, his first thing was the sound design, like, the music. Uh, I, I agree with him. I think it's fantastic. Um, so, uh, so show love, uh, Game Radar? Game Spy? Game Spot? Game Somebody. <laughs> game Radar, maybe? I don't know. One of the, a news, gaming news site, uh, downloaded the demo and played the first uh, five hours because you can get the demo if you know how to get a Japanese PlayStation Network account like this guy because I wanted the free Final Fantasy XIV themes for my PlayStation. I was like, but I, I don't have a Japanese PlayStation thing, so I created one so I can download the free things. Sony doesn't give them over here. By the way, they're great. They play they play music and that's so nice. Anyway, there's a demo that you can download and play. Uh, it gives you about five hours, and their pre-review is that so far the game is great, which is really good news. Because we play... it's a little clunky sometimes, but that's expected. This is new territory for them. A little. I mean, if they're. I mean, ba- I mean, yes, they have the Kingdom Hearts games, but I think for a Final Fantasy series, this is a big undertaking. I mean, ten years in the making is pretty big. So, I'm excited. Shin's excited. I think this is his first Final Fantasy game outside of 14. I did play the first one. Okay. It's going to be very different going forward. I'm hoping so, yep. So, now my question is, will you pick up the remake of 7? That comes out. Yes. All right. Of course I'm going to pick I picked up 7 long ago because I've heard such great things about it. But then I heard the remakes, uh, remake was coming out. So I figured, why not just wait a couple more years? Now, I, I can tell you this. If you wanted to play through 7, there is a, like, there's the 9999 mode, which just lets you... Or you can skip all like the, the battles and stuff. Hey, Evolved Mail, how's it Where's going? Where's the fun in that? Where's the fun in that? Uh, I don't know, man. Like, if you just wanted to see the story with, like, funny... Go to YouTube for that. I Listen, you could go to YouTube and go watch it, but I think that you need to experience uh, Cloud cross-dressing as a woman <laughs> to <laughs> to get the full... That's the thing that happens in that game! That is... I'm sorry. You have that all, in all the glory of HD of that, that the remake will have. You need, to, you need to see Cloud dress up as a woman in all full glory HD. Like, 4K resolution. Can we get that in uh, the PlayStation VR? I mean, you know, not for yeah, reasons. That's what you... PlayStation VR Cloud dressed as a woman. 
This is how we get. You know, this is how we get kicked off Twitch, right? Um. All right. Wow. Let's. Just, I'm gonna move on. Before we get kicked off. Final Fantasy 14 fan kit updated. Uh, it's uh, just for the third year anniversary of Final Fantasy 14. It's good stuff. It's a hand drawn art. Um, it features some characters, including Harshifont. And I believe, uh, <laughs> yes. And uh, who else was in there? Little boy, or your favorite? <laughs> Forget his name already. You talking about Alfie? Yeah, that guy. It's him or his sister. It's hard to tell sometimes. All right. Um, bigger and better news. Uh, Letter from the producer live thirty three is going to be a two part special for 3.5 that uh airs on the day after thanksgiving here in the u.s uh so that is november 25th that is actually next friday uh so other than me being up to buy new computer parts for the thing that i'm currently streaming on to stream better for the future uh i'll also be (laughs) watching because i have two monitors i'll be watching letter from the producer live here um and i don't speak japanese so i'm just gonna be like all right (laughs) I don't. I I know what that picture looks like, so I'll probably get a um, go to Blue Garter and get a translated edition of that. But if you're gonna be up, it's gonna be at like three a.m. So I'll probably be up anyway. So, and uh, last bit of news. It's our news. We'll be guest hosting on Move Around Radio this uh, Saturday coming up on the nineteenth. Um, so Chili and Paul Metal are having asked us back. I don't know why. <laughs> Those guys seem to really... I think they would have learned. Yeah, no, they didn't. Um, so they asked us back, and uh, they definitely want to chat. I'm not sure about what yet. I'm pretty sure food is going to be involved. Because if I learned anything, Moogle Around is about 78% food and, you know... No, mostly food. Mostly food. It's all food. So, all right. So our main talking points tonight is is I don't know how to cut this, but uh, it's it's kind of like Warcraft, the state of World of Warcraft, and the state of Final Fantasy fourteen. Now I've said this on the show before, but I played WoW since vanilla, and I pretty much you can equate that to me taking my money and throwing it into a pit and lighting it on fire for twelve years. That is. Um, a lot of money. I mean, I could even, if I did the math, I shouldn't. Don't do the math. Trust me on this. I don't know. I've been there. Don't do the math. Although, I, my experience with WoW is about a month or so when Legion came out. I, if, if, I did the math. If I, was it a month? Yeah. Well, a month, no, longer. It's about two months. Alright. Yeah, uh, it just, <laughs> I spent a lot of money. I could have bought a. I could have put a down payment on stuff. I mean, if I also include like buying the collector's edition expansions, because you can clearly tell up there behind my head, I do have them. So it's not like I mean, you know, I play Blizzard games. It's just a thing I do. A very important position, right next to the Stein. Yeah, yeah, right. My my my. They are. There's my Blizzcon. <laughs> it's the place of honor on the shelf. <laughs> That or they're driving you to drink, or both. You uh, never know. I got problems. Alright. So. So I'm going to break it down into simple things. That's how I kind of want to take care of it. Uh, so the first thing, of course, is going to be story. Um, 
the story of World of Warcraft was very straightforward. Actually, there wasn't much story going into vanilla. It was just kind of like, there's the Alliance, here's the Horde. You saw that opening cutscene where it was just like kind of showing off classes and you're like, ah, <laughs> like, all right, that works. You know, and it kind of just gave you that like overview of the world. Um, but it kind of grew in story. As Burning Crusade came out, you got History of Illidan, and then when Wrath of the Lich King came out, you got the big story with Arthas, and that was when Warcraft was at its peak. Um, going in after that, you had um, cat- Cataclysm, or Cataclysm, I call it Cataclysm. Uh, and the stories always felt never truly connected like they always felt like here's the theme here's the theme park like the new section of our theme park like if you go to disney and you go to magic kingdom like magic kingdom is one thing um in itself but then you have like there's tomorrowland there's this and i've always felt like that's what blizzard kind of chunked their stories into um up until recently i would say Going from Pandaria, that story, like, they started connecting the stories in each other. I would say almost in uh, Cataclysm, it started, like, these trails, like, these getting these, not, like, these like a weave going <laughs> through the stories that all kind of interconnected up to this point where they are in Legion. Um, and it's taken a different turn where it used to be, like, here's this and you're going to play through this, and when you're done with it, that's it. And we'll give you maybe a little, like, uh, maybe at the very end, like, we'll, we'll lead in with a, a expansion launch leading you into the story. Um, and that's always been kind of, and, and the, that's always been kind of WoW's MO for their, um, for their story is not how can it go back and, like, it's carefully woven. It, because they really don't do that. It's more of, if it doesn't fit the future, they'll retcon it in a way, like through time travel or alternate dimensions, what have you. <laughs> so, um, story is not big in Warcraft, and it, and and I'll say this: my character, and not every WoW player will agree with this, but it's kind of true. I, they're breaking away with from it for, with a little bit, and maybe Shin can probably, as a newer person who played in Legion. I always felt my character was just like this, I don't want to say peon, but like, I there are bigger characters than me, and clearly they are the story, and I am the guy who does their bidding in the world, where in Final Fantasy XIV, I feel like I'm much more, even though I'm doing other, go and kill this, do that. I still feel, like, more involved. Like, I feel like I'm a bigger part of the world than I am in Warcraft, if that makes any sense. Like, my character, story-wise, feels bigger in Final Fantasy XIV than it does in Warcraft. And I I think it's kind of a difference in how they're kind of doing that storytelling, too. Like, in Final Fantasy XIV, you are the hero of light. You are this main focal point of the entire world, and... Yes, there are many heroes of light out there, but you are the main person that's solving all of these problems. You're right at the heart of the Scions, helping them and all of the stuff that they're involved in. You're helping out uh, Old Dahl with all of their issues. You're helping 
all of the main characters who, while are pretty amazing on their own at times, also are, I guess, almost equal to you. Um, but you're, you're equal to them in that sense. They're not greater than you. Or if they are, they happen to be that big, bad, evil guy that you're eventually going to go kill at some point. Whereas with WoW, it's more you are one of many. Like There are many heroes out in the world. All of the adventurers are out there uh, trying to help making things better. You're not really the focal point of the story. You're just one of many, which is kind of a little bit more realistic, I think, um, especially in that MMO sense of there's hundreds and thousands of people uh, around you. You're not the only one that's out there where Final Fantasy treats you as you are the one special one. And I guess it kind of depends on your point of view of is that a good thing or a bad thing. True. But I guess it would also depend on... I don't know. I, I agree with you. and I, I don't know. I, I feel like both of them take it into a very far... Like, there should be some happy middle ground where it's like you are all the Warriors of Light. And then, like, I still get those cutscenes where it's like, hey, man, thanks, you're doing some good stuff, I'm more involved. But am I Warrior of Light? Or... No, it's... I don't think there could be a happy medium, so... so... Yeah, I... Go ahead. If you start going with that happy medium, it's like, yeah, everyone gets a participation medal. Like, it's, yes, everything's special, but at the same time, no one's special, and it really, really doesn't work out that well for anyone involved because you just end up feeling completely useless. And you get a trophy, and you get a trophy, and you get a trophy. Everybody gets trophies. So, all right, so, be and, and everyone listening, like, if we don't talk too much on the Final Fantasy fourteen side of things, it's in... Please understand that we were we can only assume that you're already a final fantasy 14 player if you're new all right i'll take it from this aspect if you're a wow player and you're listening to this because you may listen to this if you're a warcraft player like what is final fantasy 14 about story-wise we'll hit all the points but story-wise the story is much more focused on you the player versus the players that do, that doesn't mean that the other people it, around it's you it's telling a story uh, it's a whole narrative around yeah like, it's like most of the other games in the Final Fantasy series. There is an entire narrative around the world, you, how you're involved in the world, how what you do, regardless of if it is more of a very, very uh, Rails-focused, like you are, you don't have the option of going and doing these 20 different things to solve it. You pretty much have to follow this one path, at least as far as the storyline is concerned, actual gameplay, completely different story. But that's what Final Fantasy is. It has that very strong narrative, I would think. And and not to say that's not a selling point for me, and possibly shouldn't, but like for me, it that's a strong selling point because I really like the narrative because the story is written really well. Like it, you do feel for the characters you're introduced to. Um, where sometimes in Warcraft, I I you don't feel so like, and I'm not saying I don't feel for certain characters. Like, um, sometimes I feel like characters are forgotten or underwritten and then they'll and they won't get their time to shine because there's so many of them that they they have to pick and choose where where final fantasy is very like every every character they introduce to you has some importance until they don't and then they're but they're like but they're important for that time like you get why they're there and then if they have a speaking role it, it's it's 
it makes sense. It does make sense in the world that it's set in. Um, so it's not like random Joe NPC sometimes, although you do have like random Joe NPC, but there's a little more to it. Like there's a little more to it. Like it's almost like I would say a good, a well-written D and D story. If the characters weren't made up on the fly, like there's a little more to each character. Like there's something they say or they're doing, I don't know. It's kind of fleshed out in the world. Little things like that, that I like. So, but that, that's always been Final Fantasy games. Like, like these NPCs aren't your run of the mill always NPCs. Then Warcraft, it may be the guy shoveling poop. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hard truth. <clears throat> um, next, I think the next important thing for people besides story is the world. Um, in Warcraft, the world is open. You can walk from one end of the map to the other, never seen a loading screen. Um, and then, I mean, there are loading screens to get across the water, but the continents themselves don't have them. Uh, I would attribute that to, I don't know if it was how they looked at EverQuest at the time, because WoW was really looking at the EverQuest model of an open world, running around, making it feel alive. Um, so giving that technology at the time, they really pushed for that. Um, if I remember correctly, and I, I mean, if I'm wrong, let me know, but I believe 1.0 was open. Um, and to get it onto the PS3, <laughs> like they promised, they had to cut some corners, and I could understand cutting out the open areas to that lead into like a western Thanalan, like, because there's mostly like, I would almost call them a hallway, like it was just like a path through a mountain. Um, so. I could see how that those chunks would be like as small as they were, or like that data is probably really taxing on a PS3 system, um, considering how little horsepower. I mean, as old as the PS3 system is, the horsepower to run an MMO, uh, the quality that Final Fantasy XIV's at, taking that out helped it. And I, and I, if I remember correctly, Final Fan like Heavensward really was pushing that system, like really, like I. No offense to PS3 players, um, but I've seen P like Final Fantasy XIV Heavensward on a PS3, and I, I listen. Just go look at it on a PS4 or or PC, and and ask for that for Christmas. Like that's all I can say. Like I, I'm just saying, if you're like I don't know if I'll play after Heavensward because I'm not sure if it's worth it for me to get PS4. Like trust me, it's first of all if you're having fun, it's worth it, but. You know, I understand, like, cost and everything. So, world-wise, the openness I like in, in, in WoW, but we don't get that in Final Fantasy, but I think it's just a limitation for trying to get it at, uh, into as many hands as possible. I think a little bit, too, is that WoW does have, what, a good solid eight years on top of Final Fantasy? Like, it has... Well, maybe not eight, but it has a decent number of years on like not nine. Got eight years, doesn't it? Well, eight if you're including one point Including yeah, including one point Final Fantasy has it's been out for about eight years, which would put it yeah around eight years after uh, WoW came out. It's wow, damn, 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> WoW has that extra eight years of content on it, and just while their zones are massive, and WoW has a huge, huge amount of content, and it's amazing actually how big the world is. Uh, we still haven't seen what happens with Aorzea in the next eight years. It's true. So, I guess on that point, we'll say that. We know going into Stormblood that the the amount for the their budget it's not doubled. Maybe it's at least as much. It's more because Heavensward is fourteen point something million for Heavensward, and and Stormblood is getting thirty six point eight million. They're getting a lot. <laughs> that that's over double then. Yeah. Yeah, it's over double. They're getting yeah, they're getting a lot to make Stormblood. So this is why they're increasing the graphics. I, I expect, if not in Stormblood, the the expansion after Stormblood, we won't see loading screens. I I would expect that. I think the world would be more open and more alive. That's me. I can see maybe the new content being like that, but maybe probably not the old content yet. Not yet. I think I, I think there has to be that little bit of a transition period, especially since. Excuse me, especially since we have like the inventory expansion and all of that coming up with this expansion as well. Don't want to kill the game. <laughs> it may crash. No, we've already seen that at 1.0. Um, also, we know that the graphics are getting a bump and increase, which in Warcraft, that didn't happen until Warlord of Draenor. So... How many years was uh, Warlords in? Uh, that would be... It's been out for 16 years. Uh, well, fourteen years now. Thirteen, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So that was probably around the thirteen, twelve, no, twelve. Twelve years, years yeah. Sorry, twelve years. Twelve years, and that's when it got. Two thousand four. Oh, graphical one. Um, so I almost want to talk about that next. Well, now we'll get to. It. Well, do you want to talk about that next? We'll just, we'll just. All right. Speaking of graphics. Because I wanted to transition into what we're talking about it. It worked in great. Yeah. Graphics. The graphics in WoW are they're oh they're cartoony. Let's just cut it. There's no cut and dry. It's uh it's a cartoony game. And we don't really mean that in a negative way. No, not at all. It it does have a very cartoony, uh, animated style, and that's just the way that it is. It has aged pretty well. Yes. Um, that's also made its graphical update easy to do, I believe. I believe it was easier. Let's say if it was realistic, it would have been a little harder, I think, to, like... Because it would have disoriented, like, players. Like, my, I got attached to my character. Where when you get a graphics bump, it's like, ooh, my character's in high def now. It's kind of like I went from an old box tube TV to getting a 1080p TV, and you're just like, what? It just happened. So, I, it, yeah. Great stuff. I mean, it's good that they have the ability to do that. Um, based on the Stormblood trailer, it almost looked like Derplander got a makeover, so who knows? Um, I'm hoping for butt sliders. Is really what I want in Final Fantasy 15. They I don't think you even get Wait, listen. Did you know that the butts were bigger in 1.0? Like, we lost butt terrain? I'm just saying, Stormblood, Storm Booty. I'm just saying. No? No, no, we gotta wait we gotta wait for the pirate expansion for that. The... Can we get that? I mean, I don't know why not. We've gone to Ishgard. Now we're going to uh 
Alamigo. We, we had the snow and the the massive sky islands. We've had the we're going to like the desert and all these other different places that are kind of between Gridania and Ulda. Like, why can't we get a Limsa Limson based expansion? Dear Square Enix, uh, we want pirates. Yeah, but not underwater levels. Those generally suck. Are we wait? Which ones are we talking about? Like the water dungeon from Ocarina of Time, or a little bit? <laughs> Fuck that dungeon. Anyway, water temple. Water temple. Never water temple. Never, never. Remember, I I roll. So, quick story with Flat. I remember being. 13, 14, playing through the Water Temple, and that was the first time I ever was, like, I ever got frustrated, like, with a video game. And, like, I had to put down the controller and walk away, and I was angry at it. I was like, I was like, I shouldn't be angry at a game. <laughs> Came back with a guide and sat down, I was like, I'm beating you. <laughs> Fuck you, Water Temple. Anyway, alright, so the graphics leading to gameplay. Um, some of the, uh, we'll start with, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll focus on Legion because this, this is a current. Legion updated the, the, the animations for a lot of the, the character moves. Um, like for Warriors, Heroic Leap used to just be like a, your character was like, he, like kind of like an old school Mario thing. It was like, whoop, 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 kind of like that. There was very, like, not a whole lot of, like, like cool animation to it now it's like you leap like you're leaping and you're like your axe is like flying back like you what you would expect or seeing like a a pixar like warrior like doing like ah and like crashing down that's the animation now i would say they're really stepping up the level of their animation to match the game and blizzard has the funds to do that they have the funds to go in and say, we, ha- you know, not only can we make our game look better and keep it up with the times, we're also going to make sure that our animation is matching the games that are out now. We want it to not only look good, we want it to feel good. Like, we, when you're doing a heroic leap, you want it to be heroic. When, when you're doing a crushing blow or a shield slam, we want you to see the shield, like, your arm move and the shield push, um, like, spell casting. Uh, I'm, you know, I run a, a warrior tank, and I also I, my mage uh, went to fire currently, but I always was arcane, and I still logged in uh, and did some arcane stuff. Like f- casting fire is cool. Like my hand, my hand glows on fire, and I cast the fireball. It's got a trail of fire as on the tail. It's cool stuff. Good stuff. Final Fantasy, I think, also has like that level, but it's different. Um. I don't know how to explain that. Uh, I, I, I don't want to say it's it's the cartoon aspect of Warcraft lends to it better because I think Final Fantasy is a little more realistic in their character models. Um, but I've never felt that my... I'll say the crunch. When I feel my, my Dark Knight swing and kick... Like, for, for instance, when I do my kick to stun, I love that because I always feel like my kick is doing something. Um, I, I don't, I never feel like when I'm, when I'm casting and, and swinging my, my, my sword, like, I don't feel like, oh, this shit's too fast, it's way too big of a sword, how there's no way he can swing it that fast. 
I feel like he, there is some weight behind my sword because I see my character lift it up and like swing down like he's got to swing his whole body into it to make it work. It's um, a little big still. Yeah, that's fine. That's mine. <laughs> I own it, baby. It's fine. What about you, man? Like white mage. Uh... I got a sparkly stick. It's it's not really that impressive. <laughs> marker in for that i got a sparkly stick and it's not that impressive listen if i ever get a soundboard guess what's a number one on that soundboard i don't know do you want any heals left shit (laughs) how you can get away with saying pretty much anything here heals comedy heals comedy if I don't get healed, I could yeah. hit it. Um. Well, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, do you uh, even? All right, even for let's say when you're your bard, do you feel like when you're pulling back on your bow and casting, like, do you feel like? I know that's a weird thing to say. Do you, does it feel like? I know that's such a weird thing to say. Um, but th- this was always a conversation I had one of my friends, uh, I- I- IRL, who also played Warcraft that. When we played other MMOs, the animations never felt buttery. I'm going to use the term buttery. Smooth, in other words. Because when you play... I'm not going to say Skyrim. That's a terrible... Um, Witcher, I'm going to say Witcher. Uh, I'll go with Dark Souls. Any of those games, like there are certain weapons, like those big weapons or small weapons, or when you're casting a spell, or when you're doing certain things... Um, Bloodborne, for instance, when you have the gun, like there is some, there are weapons where you're like, man, that feels good to hit the button <laughs> to make the thing happen, because it looks good, and it's like when you when you see your character, like, I mean, I'm wailing a giant thing, and it looks like I'm hitting him, and it hurts. So, that's what I'm talking about, like that 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 thing, that aspect of it. What do you what do you think about that? Yeah, and I guess. As more of a ranged player, I don't see that as often. Like, I do feel like there is some of that feeling. Like, when you're casting a spell, it's this big production of you are going and doing all these different ritual or some sort of procedure to make sure the spell gets cast. And it does have that kind of emphasis that you are doing this action and it's having an effect on the world. Um surprisingly less so on my bard i find but that could also be because i'm not paying attention to what my bow's doing so much as um what are my cooldowns but yeah i I definitely feel like there's a little bit more um to the the animations and the 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 process that goes on when you're doing all these different actions and i think they could probably do it a little bit more um in Final Fantasy XIV, just because they have that uh, longer global cooldown than most other games I can think of. I know uh, in EverQuest Two, there really is not a global cooldown at all. Like you cast one after the other, and it's just really, 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 really fast. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have that emphasis on any single attack. More of just keep going as fast as you can with your entire. Uh, 
casting order. Uh, similar with WoW, like it has that casting there, but uh, it's a much faster global cooldown than 14. Some of them don't even have cooldowns. Some of them are just slamming buttons. Um. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take that part. And I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to it, and uh, we'll, we could run through PvP really quick. Um, PvP in Warcraft, they're changing up in Legion for 7.2. I think they're adding modifiers to games. Uh, cool. Like sometimes you'll have snow, and they'll be blocking out like what you can see. So there's certain uh, like capture the point maps where normally you'd capture the lumber mill. You can see the entire map. That's so you always want that as a viewpoint, so you can kind of call out and be like, "All right, they're taking this or taking the mines." Now with that snow, it blocks that sound out or that stuff out, so you can't see it, so you're blinded. So that's cool. Um, Final Fantasy PvP is growing, and I mean that in a good way because it's new to the game, and they're working really closely with the PvP community, um, and I think that's really good. I think that's super smart. I know that uh, Joe never fails. Um, has a group of PvPers uh, that like talk directly to uh, the 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 PvP creators over at Square. That's good stuff. That means only good things for a game whose PvP came in, and it's only going to grow from here. I think WoW doesn't. They haven't really even added a lot of PV. Like they added, they changed the PvP system. It's more of a Call of Duty like leveling type system now. <laughs> I guess, but I don't know. I, I I think I think PvP. I like the three v three, like the three like the one v one v one v one form of PvP that Final Fantasy has. What I wish is that it wasn't locked behind the um, grand companies because I think that would save that that would shave off twenty minutes of waiting for PvP queues to pop, and I think that should be rectified in some sort of way. I don't think it should be it should be like the grand melee where it's like you can like you if you if your grand company's open you fill a slot for it, but if not you just get thrown on another team. Or we all fight for Eorzean Alliance and it's like whatever, you're just all it's all for funds. Funsies. I don't know what to say. Just do it. Make it happen. <laughs> Or or pretend we're all doing it for Ishgard, and you just say you just save yourself. That's all I got for that. Um, we're gonna move on to classes and races. Warcraft has way too many. It's got. I don't, I, I kind of like the mix of having a lot of different class options, and I think Final Fantasy kind of gets this to a nice level. I didn't find there's actually a lot of class choices in Warcraft. Like they have a bunch of classes and each of them has specializations but i didn't find like there was a lot of i didn't feel like there was a lot of options when i was choosing my uh character race or class sorry you're not wrong <laughs> you're really not um i mean they try to make it feel even more special with the weapon system that they put in place now um and rose did get a a new specialization um, and then gnomes also got hunter, like hunter added to them because they can like build their own pets or robo pets. That's the thing. Um, and they ha- also created a melee hunter. So 
they're trying they were trying a lot of new things to make them feel like all right it doesn't matter if you're a fire mage because it's going to play entirely different from the frost mage and it's going to feel different and you're going to have a different weapon and it's going to play out differently from that one according mixed in with um arcane which arcane is more about global cooldowns and managing your mana and 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 they get this you know stuff like that um so yeah i see that um because it does lock out certain things i say if you're a dps class you have your 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 choice like do i want to be oh cool i could be a melee hunter i'm gonna go with that one where if you're like a warrior it's like all right i could be dps i could be a tank or i can do this other dps <laughs> that plays slightly different than the other dps um priest is kind of the same thing where like priest was like i have my dps role i have my healing role and i have my i can kind of dps and i can kind of heal role it's a mix not necessarily the best one but <laughs> um so there are classes that suffer <laughs> in some respect because i would say this wow is really good with the meta um whatever the flavor of the month usually people play but since they did this whole new weapon system people went with what they're comfortable and playing with what they find fun i think that's one of the first times that you can do that because you need to level the weapon and most people are like fuck that <laughs> so they're just like i'm stuck with this until they fix it so good on blizzard for making that work but uh we'll see as that i'm gonna say that we'll see on that one at least for final fantasy i feel like the, all the the jobs feel unique um and they're clear like you know white mage is healing you know dark knight is what it's going to do it's tanking but it's using magic to do like dark magic dark arts to 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 he keep itself alive and and dish out damage and finally say that there's kind of pros and cons of that too like you don't have the option on your class to be like hey i'm gonna be a white mage that's gonna go out and dps even though i do that all the time uh, you are pretty much stuck in that role as a healer but on the flip side um in final fantasy you can play every single class from the same character so you know what i don't feel like healing today i'm gonna go switch to a bard and i'm just gonna destroy things yep um so that <laughs> So kind of look at it like this for the people in Warcraft. If you like alt, you're altaholic, um, and in Final Fantasy, you don't. You technically you are an altaholic, kind of. <laughs> you're the same you character. You're a classaholic, jobaholic, maybe, workaholic. Yes. I, I don't know. Maybe after listening to this episode, alcoholic. <laughs> I don't know. Alcoholism is a uh, terrible. I apologize. <laughs> I'm going to hell. There's a special place. I think my co-host. I think my co-host just quit. He's like, "Well, that was, that was a good run, everybody." Thirteen episodes of Mills from and it all goes down after that. Yeah, I did it. So, um, I I lost. <laughs> I just lost myself. Oh, anyway, um. So, also the races are varied. Uh, I think Warcraft is a lot more races and varied. Like, you know, you have the undead, you have orcs. Final Fantasy... Kind of, if you look at Final Fantasy XI, you're like, okay. And then you look at Final Fantasy XIV, you're like, 
I see where they got the idea. I get it. Hume, Hure, uh, Makote, I forget what they are in 11. Cats. Lalafell. Lalafell, Totaru. Or Taru. Yes. Totoro's? <laughs> Same thing. If you look, it's just very like, but but the Aura was a new addition. So, moving up in the world. I would like to see the bunny people from Final Fantasy XII. That's me. I would love that. Mostly because I'm hoping that my future waifu is in-game and she's a bunny lady and I will find her. So. We're, we're, she's probably in the Mandarville Golden Saucer right now. Well, I mean, she's got to be a real bunny lady. I got issues. <laughs> I'm a grown man with issues. Anyway, let's move on to Dungeons, Raids, and Trials. Um, Shin, Dungeons, Raids, and Trials. Um, I don't, I don't even know how to like get this one going. Uh, all right, we'll start with Dungeons. We'll go with themes. The theme, like we, you didn't do a whole lot of Dungeons in World of Warcraft because you were doing some of the Legion ones thematically or so we'll, we'll start with the theme the thematically how do you feel the dungeons like match up do you think that wow dungeons are very like this is the zone and this is the dungeon for the zone and then it's kind of like go through and just do the thing i think even though wow like they started uh they had a dungeon for every single end of zone quest line kind of thing. I didn't find that that dungeon really tied in terribly well with the quest. Like, yes, it was part of the quest and yes, there was some dialogue in it that related to the quest, but it didn't tear, it didn't uh, necessarily uh, link up well with the the storyline. And Final Fantasy is also very much uh, prone to doing this as well. There are, dungeons that just kind of get thrown in and hey yeah we're doing a dungeon in the middle of the quest line doesn't really mean a whole lot uh, but on the other hand it does have a few dungeons that are very much this is part of the storyline and as much as i'm not a huge fan of the dungeon um particularly from some bad experiences running it for the first few times um the vault i think does this really well in final fantasy 14 it is a very story driven dungeon <laughs> you have ptsd from the vault have a little bit yeah <laughs> We made it, eventually. But like, it does follow, it's very, very thematic. It's very much involved in the storyline. Like, you are going through this thing where you have to fight members of the Heaven's Word to get up to the end of this vault and uh, defeat the, uh, the head guy there to, to kind of rescue and complete the storyline. And then as soon as you're done that quest, you end up at the end of the vault, and there's this whole big, long cutscene that in itself was pretty awesome watching it. Um, but you're involved with it from the beginning of we get to the vault and now we have to run through this vault to do all these different things. And you're going through each of them. And then later uh, you go and you're fighting Thoradin, um, spoiler alert. And uh, you have, you're fighting Thoradin and all of these guys that you previously fought in the vault are back and have the same mechanics, very similar fights while you're fighting Thoradin there. And it's just, they kind of build all these all of these different things and continue them throughout each of the dungeons. I cannot agree with you more. I, I know what you're saying, and I and I completely agree. Um, and this is not against WoW. I think WoW does their dungeons in their own way really well. 
Um, but he's right. Like, you don't, you may not get a whole lot of story until, like, the very end. And it's like, oh, here's the last boss is where the story is. Um, and nothing changes. And also, to say, speak about the dungeons, we also get um, hard modes of said dungeons. So the story continues. Like, we may get a one version at earlier on, and then at level at top level, you get, unlock the second part of that story. It's all new paths, all new bosses, and it tells you, it continues that story you originally played through, um, which I think is a benefit, because the hard mode of Warcraft dungeons are the same dungeon, just slightly harder. Um, yeah, I, I think um, Tamterra Deepcroft really shows that in Final Fantasy. Like, you get that as... I think that's the second dungeon you unlock in the game. So you're around level 20-ish, maybe? And you're going through this dungeon, uh, figuring out the storyline and and everything there. And then 30 levels later, level 50, you're right back into the hard mode of Tamtar Decroft, which extends the story from the original, and it keeps going. And after that, it kind of gives that really, really creepy cutscene of, hey, there might be more to this. And then, lo and behold, a few months ago, we get Palace of the Dead, which again continues the storyline for not even the first 50 levels, the entirety of the first 100 levels, I think, continues that storyline. Agreed. So, like, even transcending different dungeons, like, they're taking that content and bringing it across the entire world, whether it's random ghost pop-ups that just happen to go in as a, an Easter egg or uh, new content that they're bringing out, like, they could tie everything together really, really well. Yeah. Which I don't think I saw in um, Warcraft. Although I did kind of hear with that whole, like, uh, they kind of linked the, some of the stories with the raid and the dungeon bosses and the quest lines, and, and that sounded kind of interesting. Yeah. Where they, what, they, what they lack in stories sometimes in the dungeon, they'll expand upon in the raid. Because that's where they want some of their story to really like flesh out is really in there um i think uh the the uh, emerald nightmare is really like a good version of that so speaking of raids and stories uh like binding coil bahamut um crystal tower um the uh lost city of mock and the i don't even know what those Void Arc series of raids and Alexander, all their contain their own story, all connected. Uh, uh, Binding Coil Bahamut connected to the ending of 1.0 and and 2.0 bringing in, um, Mock being its own story. You play through it, um, and where I think WoW's raids are very large, like the whole thing is something you can travel through and explore. Um, the rating a little bit in Final Fantasy seems very like point A, point B, point A, point B, <laughs> point C, point D. Like you get the point. Like you're going straight through. I hope that changes. Um, I I want to say that is more of a limited on budget and and and, and based on what they said at FanFest, I think it sounds like it's going to change. And I hope it does because I believe that what they're doing is something special. And I'm going to touch on trials really quick because that is something unique to Final Fantasy XIV that WoW doesn't have. Trials are a one-shot raid boss. I'm going to just call them that. It's a one-shot raid boss. And the mechanics are usually... It's very choreographed fights 
Um, that being said, the way that the battle system and before we talked about like how gameplay is, I'm going to talk touch system gameplay. Where some people say that the the global cooldown is really slow, so combat feels slow. When you get to the higher levels and you start running these trials and you these very choreographed fights, you see why it's important that the global cooldown is that way because you do have defensive and offensive things that pop in that you activate to keep yourself alive <laughs> during a lot of the um, mechanics of these fights. So where while raiding, sometimes you can like, all right, I stood in the fire, it's okay because my healers got me through it, it's fine, and pull through because you can kind of fuck, there's leeway if you fuck up. Right there's that there's that gap of leeway, where I don't think you get that gap until you get uh, the the buff like the echo, um, and you may not get that for until a patch, so it's a little more difficult. So there is that like, how do you do this? And, and I will say that the Sophia the current patch made things a little easier, and I we'll talk about that next time a little bit. I think that's something I can touch on next time because um, we're running a little long here. Uh, but trials are really neat, and the cool thing about the trials, and I'm gonna, this is our next thing and our last thing, is the music. <laughs> the music in Final Fantasy is beautiful. Um, it's fantastic. the The soundtracks are amazing. I will run trials just to hear songs. I'll run certain dungeons just to hear certain songs. Um, Despite really, really stupid customs and a terrible conversion rate of U.S. to Canadian, I might have went out and bought three of the CDs. Yeah. Really regretted not doing it at FanFest. And I'm not even telling them to, like, rip me those CDs and, you know, give me that music, because that would be wrong as shit. Because I have it in-game and I'll just listen to it there because it's cheaper. I'm already paying $14.99 a month for it. (laughs) I'm not saying you got bamboozled. I think you made the right choice and you get minions, but... I, I am not not regretting my decision at all. I wouldn't. The music I, in this game is listen, beautiful. Listen, if I had, like, three three sips, three hits of whiskey, I probably would have been like, you know, that seems like a great idea. Um, no, he was not drunk. I would have done drunk. He didn't. Um, that's not to take away from Warcraft. Warcraft's got really great sound design. Um... And there's some songs I'm like, that's a really good song. But none of it sticks out. Like, there's nothing like, I'm like, it's very atmospheric. Like, Warcraft's very, like, I feel like it's always that background soundtrack and the music and the, and the sound design in the forests. And, like, the um, there's certain forests, like, feel they make you feel haunted. Like, it feels like it's dead. Like, you kind of hear groans and moans out in the woods. And it's all that atmosphere. Um, Final Fantasy also has that atmosphere too, but it's also got this great music soundtrack as well. So, I think both on sound design, they're both doing really well. They're both doing things different. It's just that I'm sorry, I really, if I have to give one thing to Final Fantasy, they WoW doesn't have WoW doesn't have Soken. I'm sorry, Soken is a genius when it comes to music. Um, I wish he was doing the music for Final Fantasy XV. He's not. But that's not to say that um, that the music for Final Fantasy XV is bad. Because Final Fantasy XIV music is going to be in there anyway. Win. So, I'm really looking forward to Final Fantasy XV music, and I'm glad that I will have the CD for that. Right. And I can't wait for my XIV music to come in, because I just, yeah, just, like you said it best, wow, is a lot of 
background music and Final Fantasy has that, but it also has a focus on particular songs. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not sure if this gave WoW players a, an insight into Final Fantasy 14 or if it gave Final Fantasy 4 players an insight into Warcraft. But, or um, if it made both of them hate us. A little bit. Could have been that, yeah. Uh, I will say this, and I hope this kind of wraps everything in a nice little bow. Both games are doing really well. And both games are very different, and that's not a bad thing. Um, they need to be different. They both need to be trying new things, and they both need to be looking at each other to take things and be like, I think we can do that better. Um, Yoshi P was currently caught at BlizzCon. That's not a bad thing. And at BlizzCon, Blizzard employees said, like, we really are looking at Final Fantasy fights because they're doing some really cool shit. And they are. Like, I have to say some of my favorite times doing boss fights is in Final Fantasy. My favorite, by far, my favorite raid fight ever in, in, in my years of raiding is... And I fucking killed the Lich King, so, like, like... Like, as much as, like, that was cool, like, Ozma is still my favorite fight. Just because it's so awesome like it's so random you don't know what's happening and all of a sudden you get sucked into a black hole shit's going real it's so great um i still think i have a raid in eq2 that is one of my all-time favorites just from uh mechanics and from a, a community point of view but yeah Ozma is a pretty great fight it's so good like like and i i just can't wait to see what they do in stormblood so if you i'm not saying that wow is dying out and that you should jump ship and I know that they are trying real hard to put, pump out as much content as they can and look at the future because they're trying to look at Final Fantasy and Final, if Final Fantasy can do it, WoW can do it. So, it's good stuff, guys. Um, Stormblood is next year. I'm excited for that. Um, if you are a WoW player and, and you have time this Christmas and Black Friday's coming up and you have a few dollars and you see a sale on Final Fantasy fourteen, and you've always been interested, give it a shot. Let yourself get lost in the story. Create your character. Go for it. Because it does... Listen, it's it's a fantastically put together game. It may be a little slow for you at the beginning because that's just kind of like how MMOs are for any MMO veteran. Any new MMO feels slow at the start. It's just a, it's just a thing. But get, concentrate on the story and then you'll get through it. You'll start hitting those dungeons. It'll be a lot of fun. If you need help, you can find Shin and I on the Fanfrit server. We run our own FC there. It's called Garuda Gang, GG for short. Um, not Gamergate. I don't know why people. Somebody told me that they're like, "Is it Gamergate?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> Garuda Gang." GG. I mean, it's just it's a winged beast woman. <laughs> I don't even. Anyway, if you find us, we're on Fanfrit. Uh, create your character at weird times. Uh, we'll help you out. We're 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 laid back. We joke. <laughs> you know, it's fun times over there. Uh, so, give it a shot. And if you're a Final Fantasy player and you've never played Warcraft, I shouldn't even try Warcraft. Sometimes you got to go see what the competition's doing to appreciate what they're doing and sometimes to get develop an opinion on it. Playing MMOs, sometimes you got to play a lot to understand how to talk about them. I've played 20-something of them, and I still don't get it. <laughs> So, man, I'm just kidding. Um, 
I think we all share a lot of love and and for Final Fantasy fourteen. And I have a I have after twelve years, I do not hate Warcraft. I do have a lot of respect for the game, and I made a lot of friends and have great memories. And I think it's growing, and I and I think it's something. If Yoshi P's at BlizzCon, he's looking at what they're doing, the content they're putting out, and he he's clearly a fan of their content. He's clearly just he's there because he's a fan. Same just like myself, and if you're a WoW player, I, I, you know, give it a shot. I, I give you the Final Fantasy fourteen challenge. Try it out. Have some fun. I know playing, paying for two MMOs is a lot. Like I'm saying, just wait for for Black Friday. You'll, you might see the that and the expansion go on sale for dirt cheap. Try it out is, is my only thing. Shin, you got any closing thoughts for the peoples out there? Nah, I think you summed it up pretty well with all of that. All right. So with that, I'm going to go through my, my shtick. <laughs> I have to go through. Oh, hey, yeah. Um, we are just waiting on artwork and approval for iTunes. We, <laughs> we're at that point where we can finally say, like, thank you for being so patient. And you please look forward to it. So, eyes on Twitter. We will tweet out. You'll be able to get us in your RSS feed. You can hear our voices in your your ear. If you're really, really excited and you want to listen to our RSS feed, uh, you can try getting to it at feeds, with an S, F-E-E-D-S, dot maelstromradio, dot com, slash maelstromradio. Yep. Uh... So with that, I'll do this. So yeah, uh, our blog and our website is www.maelstromradio.com. You can email us at show at maelstromradio.com. Send us your emails. If you have strong opinions about Warcraft or Final Fantasy fourteen, or you think I'm an idiot that talked for about an hour, let me know. <laughs> or you think I'm tired? T- if you think I'm wrong, disagree with me and tell me like, no, wow, this is a superior game. This is the reason why everything you listed was bunk. Tell us. Do it all the time. He's, he does. <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitter on uh, Maelstrom underscore radio. Shin is at Shinter. I am at Flattis. Uh, and you can find us here on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Maelstrom radio. Our YouTube is funky. It doesn't have a thing yet. So we need more follows over there. So if you'd be so kind and go over our just find us Maelstrom radio. Usually our picks are me making a goofy face. I really got to pick our new picks. I got to really start concentrating on getting that Maelstrom Radio symbol on there, because it's usually just me and you going like that. <laughs> usually, yeah, that's the pictures. I'm like, ah, oh, why did I use that? So, that being said, I got nothing left. I got no steam in me, and I'm thirsty. So, guys, thank you so much for Shin. My name is Flatted. And it has been—it's been a pleasure hosting Meltdown so Radio. Close. So close, I was there. Anyway, guys, see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Maelstrom Radio. 
Today's episode is produced by Shentra Zarek and Flatus, a.k.a. Cypher Blackfire. You can find us on the web at www.maelstromradio.com. You can email the show at show at maelstromradio.com. You can find us on Twitter at maelstrom underscore radio and on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash maelstromradio. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash maelstromradio. The intro provided by Benjamin Anthony James and the outro provided by Soto. And until sea swallows all, we'll see you next time.